Hey everyone, welcome back to Double Take, where we're giving you guys everything pop culture, all the latest updates and news. Um, I'm here with my sister Megan today, and we're going to be taking you guys through a bunch of topics today. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about Kanye West's tirade on Gabriella Karifa Johnson. Uh, then we are going to be discussing Tom Brady and Giselle Bundchen divorce rumors. Uh, along with Dua Lipa and Trevor Noah dating rumors. Uh, we're going to be going over the Hailey Bieber interview on Call Her Daddy. And finally, we're going to be talking about our reaction to Don't Worry Darling. So let's start it off with Kanye West and Gabriella Karifa Johnson. Um, so if you guys haven't seen, Kanye West um, has been going after Gabriella Karifa Johnson, who is... Um, I believe she's like an editor. Yes, she's a Vogue editor. Um, and she has been a very influential person at Vogue for um, a, many, many years now. And um, she was invited to one of Kanye's fashion shows. And at that fashion show, he had his models wearing White, Live, White Lives Matter apparel. And obviously, like horrified by this, uh, Gabriella posted on her Instagram stories um talk discussing her concern um she wrote a long statement that said it's become clear that some viewers think my previous post containing my working evol evolving thoughts on kanye's show was some sort of disordered justification for the in incredibly irresponsible and dangerous act of sending white lives matter t-shirts down a runway please understand it wasn't the t-shirts this man conceived produced and shared with the world are pure violence there's no excuse there's no art here i'm sorry i failed to make that clear i thought i did i do think if you asked kanye he'd say there was art and revolution and all things and all of the things in that t-shirt there isn't as we all work through the trauma of this moment especially those mm -hmm. of us who suffered in that room let's have some grace for one another so obviously she had a, a incredibly appropriate response to this mm -hmm. it was a horrifying thing for him to do and really just i i don't even understand how as a black man he can um support, support that but or even you know, just like wear those shirts yeah, and like he, even consider white what lives what was his justification again he said that Black Lives Matter was a publicity stunt. Yeah. Which is just incredibly wrong and incredibly, like, racist with just... And even offensive and traumatic man, to, to... Yeah. There's been, um, like, a history of just oppression and everything against black people. So for him to say that, it's honestly very triggering it's and horrifying. traumatic for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very sad. So... I thought that her response was very well written, um, very appropriate. You know, she she sounded smart and she got her point across and expressed mm -hmm. her emotions. And Kanye went after her on her Instagram. On his Instagram, he was posting about her, just kind of going on this tirade against like how he didn't like respect um, his his art, how she didn't respect his art and all mm -hmm. that. And so Gigi Hadid actually joined the mix and she started defending um, Gabriella Karifa yeah. Johnson, um, which I believe they're like longtime friends because Gigi works with Gigi Vogue a works lot. with Vogue a lot, and you know um, Gabriella is definitely very high up there. She works with uh, editor in chief Anna Wintour, mm -hmm. um, She's an important and prominent yeah, writer. Yeah, yeah. So Gigi Hadid Vogue. wrote, um, 
You wish you had a percentage of her intellect. You have no idea, haha. If there is actually a point to any of your shit, <laughs> she may be the only person that you could save. As if the, quote, honor of being invited to your show should keep someone from giving their opinion. LOL, you're a bully and a joke. So she also added on Instagram that um, Gabriella is, quote, one of the most important voices in the fascist industry and could, quote, fashion, fashion industry. <laughs> And could, quote, uh, school that disgraceful man. So it's great to see her support. Um, it's great to yeah. see that. Her getting involved in something that she should be involved yeah, in. People supporting should be this, talking this, about this. This woman of color, this this person who has been so influential in the fashion industry and is now getting attacked because she went after this ridiculous thing that mm-hmm. Kanye put in his show. It's, it's a little sad to see that Kanye's putting these things out. You know, it's almost looking like a cry for help or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. What do you think about this, Megan? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's really irresponsible of him and irreverent and just, like, not appropriate. But no. clearly Kanye has something that's been going on in and the And we're not defending him year. at all. But No, not at all. What I he think did was he wrong. needs help. Like, I think that this is just another example of him being, like, paranoid and stuff with saying black lives matter is a publicity stunt like and that's the problem not true. with it is he has a great influence a lot of people mm-hmm. follow him almost religiously oh yeah they think like which is with dangerous the whole, like um jesus yeah. and he has his own religion sunday um, service yeah he's starting like his own school, school the donda, donda school it's for kids becoming I don't want to say it, but it's becoming sort of like a cult. And yeah. It can be dangerous. It's definitely dangerous. So that's something we'll want to keep an eye on. And it's just, it's definitely a sad and disappointing mm-hmm. thing that, that that happened. But, you know, we support uh, Gabriella Karifa Johnson mm-hmm. and we're, we're happy that she spoke up. Yeah. Um, but shifting gears, Megan, you're going to talk a little bit about Tom Brady? Yes. So there's been alleged rumors this week that Tom Brady and Giselle Buncham have hired divorce lawyers. So it's also people, this is a lot of speculations and rumors, but people have speculated that they've been living separately from each other in recent weeks, and they've each hired divorce attorneys, and they're exploring their options just in like regards to their marriage. Um, and, you know, this has come after Tom did retire after last season and then he came out of retirement Mm -hmm. so people speculate that bunch of like giselle she's like you know what no you're supposed you were supposed to retire you're supposed to be close to our family like he's been playing football for what 20 years 22 years Yeah. yeah they've um been married for 13 years and like it never seemed like an issue but um yeah clearly the i think the retirement has a lot to do with it um because he, re- he just reversed that decision of retirement. And, yeah, like, in, like, recent interviews last year, like, Giselle has even said that she had concerns about her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, She's been after open he, about that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Tom has even had to step out, you know, for, a f- it was like a week or every 11 Wednesday days he had summer. to step out yeah. in the summer and um, every from Wednesday training he camp. he doesn't um, yeah. go to practice. Yeah, um, to be with his family. So clearly something's going on there. Um, we're from uh, New England, so we're from Massachusetts. So mm-hmm. we've been Patriots fans. And, you know, we used to love Tom Brady. And, and I'm still, I'm definitely still respect his talent and still a fan. He left us kind of high and dry. Um, but I do think that it might 
as as much as he's talented, as much as he's the GOAT, it might be time. It's time to move on. Yeah. You need to focus on your family and at you one point. you can't announce your retirement. And his whole way he went about announcing his retirement, he didn't even thank, the, didn't Patriots, even thank the Patriots. Which no. was just petty of him. 20 years. 20 years and then two years with Tampa Bay. I think it's six Super Bowls with us and one with Tampa Bay. And he didn't even he didn't even thank the Patriots, which we're just petty. Yeah, <laughs> we're just annoyed from that. But the fact that he is now like it's starting to affect his family. There's been photos of um, there was Giselle a in New York a mm-hmm. lot. Photos of her crying on the street. Photos of her shopping with her daughter. So mm-hmm. uh, that's clearly something's hard. going up with that. And he even had a quote before his retirement that like kind of solidified that he should be retiring he should be exploring other parts in his life she he should be with his family yeah um but you know he did reverse that because he has this perpetuation in him to want to be the best to always yeah. to not want them to be he not probably want doesn't want to, to be anyone. over that fame and no. that glory and just like that's just like a mental part of the sport but he said i haven't had a christmas in 23 years and i haven't had a thanksgiving wow. in 23 years I haven't celebrated birthdays with people I care about that are born from August to late January. And I'm not able to be at funerals and I'm not able to be at weddings. I think there comes a point in your life where you say, you know what? I have had my fill and it's enough and it's time to go on to to move into other parts of life. But then he reversed all that with... Yeah, with and his announcement that he was coming out of retirement going and kind of basically it taking that so whole statement away. Soon. It was brief and he was like, Nope, I'm coming back for another season. So I think it was a personal choice. I don't I don't think he's on a contract no, with the he's Bucks. Not. He he's like a free agent. agent. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. I the Bucks have been doing all right this year. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. I think it might be time for Tom, you know, hopefully yeah. hopefully, hopefully he they recognizes can this and he their can marriage make their because marriage they've been work. married for a while. They have yeah, kids together they have some but kids together. We can keep a close eye on that and move on to our next topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, recently on September 28th, Dua Lipa was seen with Trevor Noah out on a date in the East Village of New mm-hmm. York, um, which was, I mean, it surprised me. I didn't expect to see them two dating, but I guess it makes sense. They kind of run in the same circles. Um, the reports say they're just friends, but they have been seen like looking cozy there was a picture of them like hugging that it's very grainy it it's hard to see if they're kissing or not but i don't know Mm -hmm. um recently trevor noah did uh announced his plan to exit the daily show Mm -hmm. um he wants to focus more on stand up uh he no no longer wants to continue with the daily show um and you know i think him and Dua Lipa have been friends in mm-hmm. uh, the past. He used to date Minka Kelly, uh, and Dua used to date Anwar Hadid, uh, but they're both broken up. They're both single, so I guess it, it's definitely surprising. Couple, yeah. But no. I guess it's potentially new new celebrity couple. Do, what do you think of them, Megan? Do you like them together? It's or? definitely surprising. I like don't see them I love together Dua Lipa. at all. I love Dua Lipa. I'm not the biggest Trevor. Yeah, I don't love him. Maybe he'll be better at stand up. I don't. His it's daily not show is funny. not that funny. Yeah. <laughs> if we're not going to lie. But, yeah. Um, I mean, who knows? We'll see where it goes. Yeah, maybe they're just friends. Maybe maybe they'll make a couple together. But we're big Dua fans. Yeah, and, I mean, if they're happy, that's good. Exactly. 
Okay, so we'll move on into our next topic, which is Haley Bieber on Call Her Daddy. So Haley Bieber recently did an interview on Call Her Daddy, um, with hosted by Alex Cooper, where she finally addressed all of the hate that she's received from Selena Gomez fans since her marriage with Justin. And, um, you know, she kind of just like expressed how it's been so really detrimental on her mental health. She's yeah. had to do intensive therapy. Yeah. She talked about how the fans just come after her for any little thing she mm-hmm. does. And these fans kind of latch on to this first love that Selena and Justin had together. But it was Selena so and Justin. Yeah, and in reality, their relationship was very toxic. Yeah, they're like known for having very, a very toxic relationship. Yeah, so it's definitely like something that Haley struggles with because it's they've been married for five years and she's still, you know. And- at the last Met Gala, when her and Justin mm-hmm. were walking in, fans, you know, they wait on the street outside. They line up there to get those spots to see people walk in, to see the celebrities walk into the Met Gala. And she they walked sleep in on the and they chanted, and they started chanting, Selena, Selena, Selena. 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 It's like, I, I'm a huge Selena Gomez fan. Mm-hmm. I love her music. I'm excited for her. She has a documentary coming out in November. I watch her, like, cooking show on HBO Max. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love Selena Gomez. But you can also be a Haley Bieber stan. Just because they didn't work out doesn't mean that you have to hate Haley Bieber. You know, like her and she says in the interview, there was no overlap in their relationship. Yes, it was a quick turnaround. But and like the like, timeline's messy. A for lot sure. of it is just like maybe Justin and Selena were just getting closure. Yeah, and, you know, it's Haley, definitely messy. Haley had said in the interview, she said that's not my, you know, issue to talk about. That's not my relationship, so I'm not going to speak on that. But you know, they did talk about how it's just been so, really, detrimental to her mental health, and mm-hmm. they did touch on if Haley, if like Selena had ever gotten involved or even if Justin had ever gotten involved with like the hate and just told people to back off. And Haley did say no, that they've never got involved. But she did say that, you know, if Selena were to, you know, just address it to her fans and say, hey, like I've moved on, you need to move on too. Mm -hmm. Like stop, like women support women, like let's do that. Um, And, you know, that would be helpful. And later that day or the next day, Selena, who rarely, like, really, really rarely um, addresses anything on social media, she had made a video saying, I created a song called Kill Them With Kindness. Like, I want you guys to spread kindness, spread love. Yeah, and she's releasing a new – she has Rare Beauty, which is her beauty brand, Mm -hmm. and she's releasing a new – lipstick line it's called kind words so it's literally coming out like right when this um or she announced it right when this interview came out and she obviously she's like stays quiet for the most part about these kind of stuff and like that's her choice she doesn't have to address no she doesn't have to defend defend her i just don't really i don't know what you think but i don't know why fans care like you can be a selena fan and like i think you're more of a Selena fan if you don't support her with Justin. Like, that yeah, was toxic. This yeah. is way – she's in much better and, like, place now. I think – not that I know Selena Gomez, but I think she would appreciate, like, people 
just moving on and supporting Justin. They've moved Haley on. Haley and Why Justin have, have been married for almost five years. That's a long time. And like That's longer than most Hollywood like relationships. relationships. That's yeah. a long time. Like Selena. They've been together since she was 18 and she's 25 now. Selena has moved on. Like, yeah. Y- if she can move on, you can move exactly. on too. Exactly. So that was interesting to see. Um, well, I wonder if we'll get more insight when Selena Gomez's documentary comes out, but... For now, we just want people to stop attacking Hailey Bieber. You can be fans of both. Yeah. No, you should be fans yeah. of both. And finally, we want to talk about Don't Worry Darling. Yes. So we saw Don't Worry Darling um, this past week. Mm-hmm. It was super good in our opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's but been getting gonna, really But we are going to give reviews. spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, don't listen to this part. Yeah, so it has been getting really negative reviews, but also pretty positive reviews, and mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. It kept my attention the entire time. Um, I loved like the aesthetic of it. It had a twist that I didn't see coming for miles away. I I really I really liked it. Actually, I enjoyed it. I thought Florence was a star. She did so good. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles didn't even have. I mean, yes, he was the male lead, but like Florence was the star. Yeah. Um, so basically, just like a little recap of the movie, um, I'll just give kind of a bit, a quick like synopsis. So it stars Florence Pugh, who yep. plays um, Alice, who is married to uh, Jack, which who is played by Harry Styles, um, and they Sorry. live their seemingly perfect lives in 1950 in the 1950s in like a in like a 1950s sub- aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really give us a timeline, but yeah. Um, in this like suburban like um, closed community, closed community living. Mm-hmm. So they um, all the men, including Jack, work for this project called the quote Victory Project. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like this charismatic leader. His name is Frank, play, played by Chris Pine, mm-hmm. and he's like powerful and and everyone adores him. And he's kind of like. I don't know, like, worshipped in their community. Yes. And the men and all the wives seem to, like, be living their best lives in, like, this, this like 1950s ideal, yeah. conservative, like, American dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the men are the breadwinners always, and the women are the bread makers. So the men go off and do their uh, work every day, no matter what, and the women stay home. And their biggest rule is that they cannot leave the enclosed area that they're in because of like the victory mm-hmm. project yeah uh because of the confidential work that's going on mm-hmm. so um alice starts getting these terrible dreams terrible visions hallucinations kind yeah of. um she stays but she continues to stay in victory and the more she becomes haunted by these dark visions the more sp- suspicious she gets yeah. about like what the victory project is and what it means for her and jack and She's like, tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. Yes. And so she has a friend there who... Um, Margaret. It, uh, Margaret. And Margaret it also questioned things and, and said things. And yep. Margaret would, like, have these outbursts and these men in red suits would come grab her. And this really affected Alice. And Alice started acting out. And she wanted to leave really badly. And she said, Jack, let's leave. And they got into the car. And um, these men in red suits came and got um, Alice and filled her up with shock therapy and a yeah. cocktail of drugs administrated by their, like, doctor, who's this kind of ominous, like, creepy doctor who helped um, create the community yeah and during this like treatment 
Alice started seeing flashbacks of what her real life was with Jack before so, heading to Victory. Yeah, essentially, like, it turns out to be that Victory and the community she's living in is an AI simulation, yeah. which her partner, Jack, at the time um, had trapped her in there. He, you know, made her unconscious, and she's starting to get visions to before the simulation. Yeah. To when she was working a job, she was a surgeon. Jack was unemployed. Jack was unemployed, feeling helpless, feeling agitated. He went down this conspiracy rabbit hole. He made her unconscious. He put her in the bed. He bought all this equipment. He was listening to this guy's podcast, mm-hmm. and, and he, like, started worshiping her, him, this guy, and he decided to join this AI, like, simulation because – he wants to like take care of her you he know the women the men saying, care of the, his yeah wife. like a man's responsibility is his wife yeah um um and so jack was unemployed but he had to exit the simulation every day to work to pay for the ai mm-hmm. that they were in and to like take care of florence like literally like take care of her body like wet her lips like all this stuff yeah because she's just laying stuck in, a bed. in this like simulation forever but he yeah when he would go to work at the victory project the men all work and they leave to go make money to pay this in the real um, world in the real world to pay um chris pine's character what's his name again a uh, frank frank um uh, money to be at victory yeah and so Alice has these flashbacks, but then returns back to the simulation. And when Jack starts singing this tune that he always sings to her when he's Mm -hmm. taking care of her, she remembers it all. It all comes back Mm -hmm. to her. She freaks out. Uh, Olivia Wilde plays her best friend, Bunny. um, And Bunny um, goes into the house and Alice kills Jack because Jack wants Mm -hmm. to trap her there. Jack wants to leave her there. And Bunny's freaking out, like, you got to get out of here, you got to get out of here. Eventually, she leaves. She runs to, like, the headquarters where she's able to escape mm-hmm. the AI simulation. But the pl- the film does leave you with a, a lot of plot holes. Yeah. It's just, like, the last thing you hear is kind of like a... And yeah, like, it's a gasp. It's a lot of people have been, like thinking that oh that's alice she finally got out um she well, finally it shows up. like short clips of her like dancing in the real world before th- mm-hmm. th- that gasp it's a lot up to your interpretation you know um yeah but it's definitely like it's not a plot hole it's just like up to your it's been getting really bad reviews it. but a lot of people think it's been getting really bad reviews because, because of, the of the drama that we talked about last episode but personally, I thought it was really great, and I, I recommend if you're, yeah. if you're a Harry Styles fan, if you like those psychological thrillers. Or Florence Pugh, she uh, did Florence great. Florence Pugh is amazing. And yeah, the aesthetics of it are really, like, entertaining I and recommend pretty. you go watch it. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Um, other than that, we'll be back with you guys in two weeks to discuss everything else that happens, and we hope you guys have a great week. Have a good week.